Hello, welcome to the Cali River Winery Expeditions. When you board one of our rafts, you can look forward to an exquisite selection of wines paired with a safe, relaxing trip down our beautiful river. My vintners and I believe our expeditions are the most romantic way to see nature's beauty while unwinding with an amazing glass of wine. It's like my grandmother used to say when she started this company, the wine can get you drunk, the river will make you wet, Spend some time with me, and I'll get you both. Wait, what the fuck, Grandma? I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 205 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to enjoy talking about the adult side of Disney. From parks to movies to dining, we'll cover everything they have to offer, including their drinks. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm lucky enough to have the good fortune to have all my co-hosts tonight. Maria? I see what you did there. (laughs) Hi. Oh, there she is, Adam. Why, why, why did you have to go there with Fife? I just watched that episode of um, oh, what Rebel? Not Rebel. What am I watching? Clone Wars. Wars. Why, why did you say that? Well, I can 100% tell you that it had nothing to do with that because I've never seen a single episode of Clone Wars or Rebels. But I've been doing flight sims, and in uh, the they say instead of five, they say Fife. So. Tim knows what I'm talking about, right, Tim? Sure. You listen to the ATC. <laughs> they say five and, and tree instead of five and three. Tree. They did, yeah, they, they also say five. They say five. Because I flew out of an airport that had two fives in it. It was five this and a five that. I was looking for some deputy with a bullet in his pocket. There are five, there are five everywhere. A five, five. E and five, four, <laughs> bump. Nine is niner. Yes. And tree. Tree Niner Fife. That's, that's that Fife life. Sit back, relax, make yourself a tipsy duck in love. Take a shot of insulin. Let's talk Disney together. Because that popped up in the group tonight, today. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Shan threw the re- recipe up. He sure oh, did. I mean, did you looking at those those drinks, and you just got to know that that's only one thing. It's either like really thin pudding or tipsy ducks in love. And I'm okay with either one of them as long as it's got the bourbon. Actually, I no. also I, would I, like. I, speaking of Shan recipes, yeah. if anybody made the drink with the tuna water oh, in it, Maria's oh, drink, the, Maria yeah. drink? the moist tauntaun. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. I don't know why. I don't like. We weren't even talking about tuna. I don't know why he added tuna. Added tuna water. <laughs> Uh, uh, assumably, that's what a tauntaun smells like. Oh. Moist tuna? Moist tuna, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Warm. I'm sure it was room temperature. <laughs> room temperature moist it was, it tuna. Warm. Oh. I texted him. Ah. I texted him, and I was like, please tell me that you didn't actually drink it. He's like, oh, no. Oh. I had to take a sip for posterity reasons. And he's yeah, like, no, and he then I dumped it. me. 
because it was disgusting. He FaceTimed me, and I watched him take the drink Shut of it. Up. And the look, his, yeah, no, he did. Oh, he did. His face was, was, was pain. And I was like, keep going, because you sent me Malort, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, which which I, tastes I, I, a lot like turnt plantains, yeah. from what I hear. So, so what I think is, I think we all need a signature drink now. Can that not be yeah. mine? Yeah, Maria has the moist on Todd. Ma- Ma- Maria definitely has the moist no. on Todd. <laughs> I'm sure she wants something, so she's going to actually want a drink. Yeah. Well, it's either that or a nasty seltzer. Yeah, you can't mix a seltzer. Well, I, yeah, you I can mean, add some tuna juice you, to it. Uh, you can't. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, though, Chris Kohler would drink it because he's always sucking down them chlamydias or whatever they're called. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god. They got a shot for it, I'm sure. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Are you are you are you good? Are you good, Mo? Are we okay? Oh fuck. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Okay, then well, what are you drinking, Adam? <laughs> Just move this thing along. Well, I am drinking the pineapple next press. Oh. This is so good. I was going to ask you how, how is uh, Again, as everyone has heard, my experience with pineapple beer. We're not going to get into it, but... This it. tastes like Dole Whip in beer form. Nothing like that exists in Arkansas. Um, yeah, it, it has some, you can definitely take some, it's a sour pineapple with like milk, <coughs> with lactose, so it's almost like, has that little bit of a milky taste to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yummy, I appreciate Tata Maria picking us up. It some, is so good. And I, we may need to go get more. <coughs> Obviously Maria packed it. Yeah. Because uh, it made it. <laughs> That's Damn. <true>. <laughs> I'm on the wagon tonight, I'm just drinking water. How's that wagon? Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with the theming of the episode, would would, would, it, would it be a rickshaw? Mm, maybe. With nobody, nobody behind you. <laughs> you're, you're just pulling an empty cart. I'm just pulling an empty cart. I was gonna say. I'm just sitting right, by myself. Don't you have the, isn't a rickshaw <laughs> like manpower? Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's why yeah. I said he's okay, pulling. That's, okay. That's what I thought. Well, I'm sitting in it, and there's nobody yeah, pulling it. Well, then you're not going anywhere. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking water. It's tilted over backwards because there's no <laughs> counterbalance. <laughs> what are you doing down there, Tim? All right, short round. Wait what are you drinking? Wait for somebody to come pull my fucking rickshaw. <laughs> I know one of you drunk assholes will do it. Yeah. Yep. I'll. We'll be your your Uber. <laughs> Maria. What, what are you drinking? Because you got like this Bubba keg or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I put it, um, I'm drinking out of one of Todd's Yeti cups tonight. Um, oh, well, don't drop I, it. I won't break it. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a Corona. <laughs> With a lot of lie. Why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems. I th- Why is it in a. Why? Why'd you put it in a cup? Because it's two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have to get up. Corona's one of those beers that should be drink, drunk out of its bottle. 
well, it came yeah. in a can, so. No. Wait, what? The Corona. Corona in a yeah. can? Must taste Wait, even for real? than it does no. in a bottle. I yeah. love Corona. It's my favorite summer beer. It's my it's it's my <clears throat> go-to cheap beer. Is it summer? Almost. It's not seltzer? No. Or like summer? I like seltzers in the summer. I mean, time. I do That's like seltzers, so obviously, year-round. I don't... Yeah, you yeah, 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 three yeah. of them. Right. Yeah, well... So long as they're not berry-flavored. As long as it's not berry-flavored, fuck that. <laughs> and watermelon, I've realized I don't really like watermelon-flavored anything, because it tastes fake. Because it is fake. Yeah. Watermelon's a tough flavor to get yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, fake, because it's either too sweet. No, it's just always too sweet. Because watermelon is just supposed to be subtle. What are you drinking, Mike? That's why you drink it. Yeah. That's why you eat it with with uh, with with sake, <laughs> right, Adam? You eat watermelon with sake. Don't don't no no. That was the only way it tasted good. <laughs> Thank you, Snoop Dogg, for asking what You're I'm welcome. drinking. Because <laughs> he's doing all the Corona. <laughs> oh, That's oh yeah, he is. That's right. In honor of the most recent releases from Magical Meltdown, I've got to walk and drink. I've just got uh, Dr. Pepper and uh, and, and Captain. Nice. Nice. It's my uh, favorite. Or is that a road soda? That's a road soda. That's a road soda. So what constitutes the difference between a walking drink and a road soda? Just the vehicle? A road soda has soda in it. Well, wouldn't a walking drink have road, so- have so- no, have road soda? No, not necessarily. No. Oh, it could just be some straight Urban. liquor, yeah. ah, maybe yeah. a cube of ice. Gotcha. Yeah, usually walking drinks got to be in a better cup. cup of soda. I usually think of a walking drink as a beer. It's a walking beer. No, it's also a drink. It's a walking drink. And it's also harder to Listen. get a beer into a park. You must not be trying. Well, then I guess you got to put it in a cup that literally says it's a walking drink. <laughs> I wonder That's if right. you need to put it in a growler. That, they'd be like, uh, can we just see what's in that, please? It's it's obviously made of styrofoam, sir. Look at the picture. <laughs> if you don't believe me, scan my barcode. You'll find my paperwork is in order. Okay. Well, yeah. We got uh, everything from water to dose. Coronas. Coronae? They thirsty, my friends. Yeah, Coronae. Coronum. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, walking drinks and, and whatever Adam said because I've already forgotten. Oh, wait. No, it's a beer. It's a pineapple beer. Yes. Yeah. It's a Dole Whip with hops. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so everybody listening, if you haven't figured out uh, what the theme <clears throat> Of this episode is yet, uh, as we've been going on about it. Um, listen, you know, how? For, I, I don't know. That's the joke. <laughs> They're drunk. <laughs> Literally for years uh, on this podcast, before Maria, PMS pre Maria show, um, we've been working our way through Epcot and diving into the different pavilions to see why they are the way they are. We've covered theming and architecture, food, drinks, shopping, entertainment, food, characters, drinks, just all of it. And today we've managed to hit uh, uh, just over half of them. Uh, Mexico, Japan, America, Germany, France, Morocco, England, and France. 
worth mentioning twice because it's got great drinks. Yes. And uh, and good food. Except for also, that was a typo, but that was my recovery. And uh, I think I did pretty well if I would have just left it alone right there. <laughs> I even made a point to count and make sure I... Eh, fuck me, I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Uh, tonight, we're going to carry on this tradition as we uh, check out the Canada Pavilion. No. <laughs> Wrong C. Oh, sorry. China. We're going to check out the China Pavilion tonight. Get a glimpse. Uh, maybe we'll catch a glimpse at the history of, of the pavilion and, and um, you know, all things... All things China, I guess. I don't know. It. I'm still hung up on my segment here, okay? Which, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um... When I was doing some research on this and trying to figure something out about the pavilion besides Tipsy Ducks and Love, which is all I know, apparently this this pavilion, the whole concept here went on for, for a while uh, with Walt Disney trying to get the groundwork laid down for China to be a part of this, which a lot of this was basically hinged on Walt Disney getting a foothold in the nation of China itself, the Walt Disney Company, not like Walt himself, but with uh, trying to get the Disney Channel to, to be a actual offering in China. Um, I thought that was, and they had a, a weird, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, see how well I can freestyle this and remember it, but like, um, there was, I think it's like in 2002, a, a Disney English kind of thing for China television that I want to see. Yeah, I, I, it was just a, you know what? I'm making stuff up. <laughs> My roads, I'm not. There, there's, I'm just, uh, we're going to talk about the China France. Pavilion tonight of France, the China <laughs> Pavilion of France. Um, and I think the best place to start is probably with the architecture because that's the first thing you notice when you get to the pavilion is that it looks the way it does so maria tell tim to take it away oh tim take it away this is a team effort okay sorry that was a roundabout way to do it well you know she's had a rough day i guess i've got to pull my own weight over here you gotta pull mine too oh okay. and my weight that's okay oh god (laughs) ow Okay, so the China <laughs> Pavilion is separated by the main promenade by an archway, which is based upon. I'm gonna butcher this fucking name, so I, I hope me. so, Tim. I'm sorry. I just I hope the, we all do. I hope. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of names. I'm probably, a, lot, a lot of words. I'm probably gonna butcher doing this. So it's the Yunhui Yuyu Archway, which translates to Glowing Clouds and Holy Land Archway, at the Summer Palace. An imperial garden and a palace complex in Beijing. <laughs> when you walk through the archway, you find a lotus pool surrounded by an intimate Chinese garden. The gardens are said to be inspired by those in Suzhou. And in the in those gardens you find a weeping mulberry, which is a common tree in China, but this tree was actually found in New Jersey and it's 100 years old. What? Really? Yeah. Okay, yep. we, this is a, the most interesting part of the pavilion 
is the tree. Yeah. And we just got started. We blew our wand right off the bat. <laughs> this, this is my kind of show. That's how I operate. Everything's downhill from here, Tim. A hundred-year-old tree from Jersey. Yep. Well, from China. Jersey. It doesn't say. I couldn't find out exactly where, but it's from Jersey. So the, the highlight, the, the or the main building in this pavilion is a half-scale replica of the Hall of Prayer for Good Hearted from the Temple of Heaven complex near Beijing. So inside the temple, it has many architectural details that have important significance to the Chinese people. Inside the hall, there are 12 outer columns supporting the roof, and they represent the 12 months of the year and the 12-year cycle of the Chinese calendar. Closer to the center of the room are four columns representing the four seasons. These columns support a beam representing Earth, which is topped by a round beam signifying Heaven. But it is said that the room is uh, acoustically perfect. And if you stand in the middle of it and talk, you'd hear what your voice really sounds like and not what you normally hear your voice like. I wouldn't want to do that. I was just going to say, we do a podcast for that. I don't yeah, need yeah, to hear myself. Every one of us listen, and it sucks to edit this thing because I sound like a hillbilly. I don't, I don't think that I sound like myself the way I None think. None of us do. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a masculine Pee Wee Herman, Maria. Oh, I Jesus. Do? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, wow. I'd, I'd rather sound like that than actually Pee Wee Herman, I guess. Thank you. You're off topic now. Okay. So... In order to replicate the intricate tile work patterns of the original Temple of Heaven, Imagineers, artists, and screen printed hundreds of exact replicas of the patterns of each tile in the building. It's probably the, the underappreciated part of this is screen printed. To, to, God bless, that is yeah. a, lot of, that's a lot of detail oh, work. Easier, easier than hand painting them, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean... But still, that's a detail that I'm sure gets missed because, you know, unless you've been to the, the real one. You Carry on, so sorry. In the, the China Pavilion's main thoroughfare is Jingfuzhe, or the Street of Good Fortune, which is inspired by the streets of Beijing and Shanghai. And if you look around, it looks pretty worn and lived in, and there's a lot of um, mixed-matched architectural details from modern to ancient is kind of what Beijing and Shanghai is looking like now. So, the, you know, it's, it's just slowly modernizing and, and getting rid of, like, old old school architecture. Across the pavilion on the lagoon side, there's an artificial mountain or rock garden. And those rock gardens are an integral element of Chinese classical gardens. They symbolize virtue, stability, and endurance. The there's a trend to have like fake rock gardens now put up everywhere, and they actually was inspired the mountains for Pandora. The ones from China? Mm-hmm. No, the oh, ones from Jersey. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like no, that's just a tree. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, haven't you heard of the Hallelujah Mountains in Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> And that's Asshole. pretty much what you get for the architecture. 
it, it's funny because the pavilion itself is humongous. There's not a lot in. There's like it's just one Jagunda building when you really look at it. Well, it's, I think it's kind of like the koi ponds in Japan. I mean, the, the gardens of Japan. If you walk around that Chinese garden in the the lotus pond, I mean, there's there's a lot in there and the little details of the plants and. They let the grass grow freely like like it would in China. They don't really trim it or cut it to keep the authenticity. But we, if you, we never really walk through there. We just walk to the, the store and then walk into the movie when we go see the movie. And that's it. <laughs> kind of feel bad that we don't actually take in this whole pavilion. You may find this hard to believe given my history on this podcast. But he doesn't even know where the China Pavilion is. <laughs> I do, because it has an arch, and yeah. I went there once to use the bathroom. There's no bathroom in China, isn't it? No, nope, there's not. Yeah. But it's, I haven't been no, back since. It's in Norway, which is right next door, isn't it? it yeah, I get Norway first, though, so it's well, it's going from Mexico. Yeah. But yeah, now that was, uh, and I waited uh, for my son to meet uh, Mulan there. Uh on our first trip, but I uh, I did go back to the bathroom and I was disappointed because I didn't want to come back. And I'm pretty sure my wife can tell you that I was bitching the whole time about not being able to go potty. Hmm. The beers were hitting me at that point. Pretty sure. Yeah, this is definitely one of those pavilions that I... Yeah, but that's like all the pavilions for me because I only have ever gone to Epcot during food and wine and it's tough to get me off the main track during food and wine because everything's right there in front of me um and when i when i when i go again it'll be for 550 which is probably going to be during food and no. wine but yeah it'll <laughs> yes. be during food and wine yeah. so i'm i'm <laughs> i'm fucked yeah <laughs> i'm I just sorry feel like this... i know you're there but <laughs> i feel like this pavilion doesn't draw you in as and that's horrible to say because it it really is it's it's a beautiful pavilion but it really doesn't draw you in like some of the other ones tend to I don't and, know and it should because it is like Tim has gone on about it is architecturally you know um, unique to that nation right I just feel it doesn't feel as open as some of the other pavilions do. Right. I, I agree. <clears throat> true, the, well, that's true, and that archway kind of does close it up a little bit. I I feel like the middle of the Germany pavilion is very open, the middle of the Italy mm-hmm. pavilion is very open. Even America is, is more open, feels more open, even though America is fucking crowded now with that yeah. new bar <laughs> it's it you can't walk through there without hitting some kind of crowd but the the feel of it is much more expansive even though i don't think the pavilion is much bigger <coughs> than china it's just the the way that they have the flow of traffic in there is not i don't know i think it's just it's the way the buildings dominate the area yeah, where there's not like until you walk in, you don't really see like the actual courtyard area, right? Where from some of the other pavilions, you just the first thing you notice is this huge courtyard. So, so that's what makes 
it a little bit maybe less inviting to wander through. It, it yeah, it's kind of feels like it's it's heavier at the front and lighter at the back, and I think you'd want it to be the other way around, you know? Exactly. It, it's like getting your kids together and you put the tall people up front, Maria in the back, and you take a photograph. Exactly. Why would Maria, you do that? You are the China Pavilion. I am. It's okay. I will adapt and overcome. Not so much for the pavilion, but you know. Woo! <coughs> Twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> We're gonna hit like an hour. <laughs> One topic yeah, again. Usually it, these are very short, yeah. uh, unless there's a lot of shopping in the middle and. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, okay, so we know what it looks like. China. <gasps> um, the, what is it, what is it called? I, again, Tim, the, the, the heaven thing. What is it called? What the, um, heaven's gate, heaven's. Nope, not heaven's, heaven's gate. That's not a heaven's cult. gate. <laughs> Oh. They all died. Uh, nope. Oh, Bob made it. <laughs> the temple thing. The Hall of Prayer, the Temple of Heaven. Temple of Heaven. Uh, that does look really cool. I'm going to have to go in that next time to check out the whole, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the post sig- symbolizing the different things. I mean, it is the waiting room for the for the movie. If you go in to watch, uh, oh. what is it called now? Reflections oh, no. of China? Wondrous China. Yeah. Wondrous, because oh, no. they got a new one that's supposed well, to come yeah, out. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, not open. Yeah. yeah, it's like Harmonious, really. It's coming. It's, mm. it's approaching soon. Maybe. Maybe. Because I don't, I don't know if they finished <clears> filming it. Yeah, I think it's supposed what? to open with Space 220. Oh. Well, I so mean, never. you have to remember that... <laughs> Reflect. Well, I mean, I'll just jump into this then and take on the attractions part because, ta-da, we're talking about it anyway. So we already mentioned Wondrous China, which is supposed to be coming in 2021. But actually, before Reflections, there was Wonders of China. There's a lot of not very creative names coming up. So Wonders of China actually opened with the park on October 1st, 1982. It was hosted by the ghost of Li Bai, an ancient Chinese poet, voiced by Kei Luke. And it basically showed the landmarks, people, and culture of China. It closed on March 25th, 2003, and reopened as Reflections of China. It's always been Circle Vision, therefore Stephanie will never see it. Nope. There's no chairs. <laughs> well, wait. Doesn't this one? Doesn't one of them have chairs? This one does uh, not. This one. Circle doesn't. vision. None of the circle visions have chairs. These have these like these leaning rails that you just lean against. Oh, yeah, okay. you, 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 you hold yourself on. because it could it can be a little discombobulating to turn around and see things mm-hmm. all the way around you. Gotcha. Like, that's not how the real world works, apparently. <laughs> and. But from what they did for Reflections is they kind of just kind of said, oh, you know, we can still use this from the old movie. So the ones that weren't totally outdated, they just spliced in newer scenes. 
Rumor was that it is supposed to be replaced by Wondrous China. It was supposed to open sometime this year. I don't know if it's completed. They don't, I don't think they've shut it down reflections yet, but from what I understood, it was supposed to be a continuous 360 film. So, as if you go in now, they have like sort of like panels, right? Yeah, yeah, but look like it's separate screens, right? But the, so, the new ones is just supposed to be 360 screen. Oh, okay, with nothing to break it up. It's, I can't right. remember. Um, Canada is is broken up though, right? Yes, yes, even with the new video. I have a shit screen. Cor- no, yeah. Oh. The, Todd and I saw the new video. Yes. <clears throat> it is still separate screens. Okay. Obviously, it's still 360, but yes, yeah, separate screens. It was okay. It wasn't, you know, didn't blow my screen up. It was, I heard it was pretty disappointing. It's not funny. The, the, like, you have two of the. Be- I know we're not talking about the Canada Pavilion, but you know. I tried. I tried. I fucking tried to talk about the Canada Pavilion. <laughs> but you were wrong. We didn't do research right. on Canada. But, but like, yeah, I just, I wasn't a fan. I didn't. But I also had not seen the Martin Short film that they replaced. Oh, so you had nothing to compare it to. Anyway. So I, I don't have anything to compare it to. But uh, like, just going in. And seeing it for the first time, it was okay. It was pretty. It was nice. But you have two of the best situational comedy. Like, you yeah, have find these, the words. Yeah, you have these two find great comedic actors, and you don't give them anything to work with. Like, it was. Bleh. It was, yeah. I'll tell you what was better. Oh, boy. The new film in the Land Pavilion. <laughs> Which we're not talking about either. So Which we're not talking on. about either. But that was right. good. That one was good. So, in the Circle Vision current movie, you, um, I kind of feel that Lee, ba- Lee Bai is very stereotypical. If you've seen it, he has, like, the long beard and he has the heavy accent. So, I don't know if the new movie is going to be getting away from that. But you you get to go down the Hung Pu River. Wait a second. Do you play Hung Pu sticks on it? Yes, actually, as a matter of fact, they did. Yes. Um, And you get to see the historic Najing Road. You see some people doing Tai Chi. And... (laughs) Sorry. I feel like that should be in the middle of Central Park. (laughs) Well, I mean... Like, Like senior citizens doing Tai Chi. I mean, you get to see a lot of the pretty areas of China. It's not a bad film, but it is very, very outdated. Even the last time we saw it, which was a couple years ago at this point. It's just, it's definitely needs some updating. Now for, in the House of the Whispering Willows, we have the House of the Whispering Willows Gallery. Um, this is basically like when you think of a ga- uh, Disney galleries throughout Epcot, they can change up what's inside the gallery. Like right now, the American Pavilion has something based on Seoul. We're still thinking Shanghai here. <sighs> Thank you, Shanghai. <laughs> That's a callback. So, um, 
since we're thinking Shanghai, it's still going over, and now my <laughs> the washing machine's gonna get super loud. <laughs> I don't hear it. It just started. Oh, it hasn't started enough. doing its clicking things yet. It's it's, um, drain, it's draining. Yeah. So, basically, they call this Shanghai surprises. <laughs> Shanghai's been open for how many years? <laughs> yeah, no exactly. <laughs> At this point, but it, it's supposed to give you a little taste, and it's supposed to make you want to go to Shanghai. And if you walk through it, it's just an open-ended exhibit. And you just walk through it and you check it out. It's kind of cool. They go over the six lands, the two hotels, shopping, dining, entertainment, known as Disney Town instead of Downtown Disney. I don't know why it's called Disney Town. And it, it's kind of cool to see it. But it's it just sort of like how they used to have the new Fantasyland in Waltz in Hollywood Studios in the theater okay we also had a kid pot fun stop here where you can kids can get a postcard and a sticker and after kid cut fun stops that's it um we had some of the stuff we had finished in for pure we also had kim possible here rumor is that the ducktail thing which is currently on pause is supposed to still come here nobody knows when that's going to open um for entertainment, we had the Dragon Legend Acrobats, who are no longer there as well. And the Dragon Legend Acrobats were an acrobatic troupe made up of boys and girls ages 10 to 18 from the Puyang Academy of Acrobatics in China. They kind of did what the lady in the Edison does with hula hoops and stuff. The where? I, don't, I didn't think you've been there. I saw pictures of it. Oh, good, YouTube though. videos. I liked. I I always really liked watching them. It, 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 it is cool, <clears throat> but it's it just it's it's the contortionists and all that. It is pretty typical. Hoops. It wasn't anything crazy. It was Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> And they're not there. They haven't been there for a hot minute now. But there was another troop before this, and it looked like the Dragon Legend Acrobat, but I was going to do research on it, were there, left, and came back, and left again. So I wonder once everything kind of, like, really goes back to normal and everything kind of opens up again and we're allowed to have international cast members come back, I wonder what type of entertainment they'll put in that spot. What would you like to see? I don't know. Well, see, the acrobats were... It was was nice that they had incorporated, you know, these kids from this academy. However, it, it was pretty typical, mundane, not... I, I don't know. I would like to see adults do it who are more adept at some of the more difficult stunts, skills. They probably wouldn't be able to do it in the courtyard, though. Well, so give them a spot where they can. And I don't know. It just and, and the spot where they had them in the courtyard was very much like off to the side. It wasn't very large. And everyone sat so close to their performance area. Like, Back up, dude. Give, 
give these kids some room to actually like do stuff. I don't know. It was it was okay. It was okay. I, I think the whole problem is, especially for a lot of these areas, is they're not big to begin with. And when you're thinking about a troop, these are not spaces meant to have a troop of acrobats. Right. It, it may be like two or three really talented ones, but then would that be a draw? If they're I mean, if heck, they're good, I would do then the yeah. Chinese Dragon New Year celebration. If it was me, that would be awesome. And going, but I, again, I don't know with heritage and all that if that makes sense to constantly have that all the time. Yeah, well, I get. That. I mean, but you, but it's you make it fit how you want it to fit. It's. I fit Raya the Last Dragon. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> no. Why? No. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure no. it's coming too. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's a meet and greet. They're, you know, in between what, with Aquafina? I... Oh. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, no, because I don't think, no, because it's, because Raya is supposed to be Southeast Asia and Southwest Asia. It's not supposed to be China. It's not, like... It's more like Thailand, um, Philippines. Disney will shoot it in. Taiwan. Like, it's supposed it's to be okay. more of that area. Hi, Arendelle. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't bitch about it when it was Arendelle. Well, although I would love to see Araya and uh, Namani meet and greet. I'd love to see the two that of them meet together. That would be fucking awesome. I wanted to ride on that giant pill thing. Yeah. <laughs> you want a tuk-tuk ride? <laughs> yeah, just to have it, like, come barreling in on it. That would be amazing. <laughs> they'll build a, a they'll build a, a Sisu ride-through, dark ride. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a kid's ride. Yeah. And you'll you'll get to ride on tuk-tuk. That tuk-tuk will be the uh, the ride vehicle. <laughs> Hey, all, all you listeners, drop a, drop a comment in uh, if you have no fucking clue what they're talking about so you can be like me. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet? Well, okay, so... I really haven't seen it yet I either. I just saw a part. Well, that was thanks to my children. So Tim and Adam came down on uh, Mother's Day and spent the day here at the house. And To, to uh, give you a break. I, I, not, I, I'm no. with you. <laughs> and uh, so my children who are not shy and have no concept of personal space um, were literally in their faces from the time where they walked through the door <laughs> until the time that they left. <laughs> literally prying Aiden off of their legs. <laughs> like, you know how you step out of pants at the end of the day <laughs> and you leave pants down? <laughs> like the pants literally kind of almost stand by themselves how they took Aiden off of their leg. <laughs> it was very hard to read lips to a cartoon. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> well, because Helen was enthralled with the with the sounds that Tim's phone was making. And so he was literally two inches away from Tim's face like, what was that? What's that sound? We recently took Helen off of his medication, so he's much more social lately. <laughs> like, Dude, Uncle Tim can smell your breath. Back up. <laughs> I can Dude, smell um, his too. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Tim can see your tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uncle T Tim can taste your breath. <laughs> it was that close. <laughs> he was he was so into it. It was hysterical. But poor Tim's like trying to watch the movie, trying to watch, trying to watch. Then I got oh. home and found out he actually changed, did change a couple of my sounds. Did he really? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they kind of saw Raya. <laughs> you're the gist. You're you the gist you of it. The gist. It's good. I mean, you should watch it if you haven't yet. It's excellent. It's an excellent film. We loved I, it. I, I can. I. This isn't. This isn't what the podcast is about. I've seen bits and pieces yeah. of it. I, I, I understand she rides around on a big ass roly poly. Yeah. Like, like I've seen that much. And Man, why are you saying that you don't even know what the fuck we're talking about? You lying. I, I didn't shit. know it had a name. <laughs> His name is Tuk Tuk. Okay. Which is funny because a tuk tuk is one of those um, little three wheel, like motorcycle cart things that they ride around. Oh, in really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Maybe, maybe, yep. He's a roly maybe, poly maybe. that has fur. <laughs> He's a giant roly poly. He's huge. <laughs> and he yeah, grew a lot yeah, that's in those the six least years. believable thing about that film was giant roly poly with fur. I don't, yeah. Hysterical. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll catch it when it's on VHS. I'll go to Blockbuster okay. and pick it up. <laughs> okay, you do that, Mike, and let me know how that works you out. For it. It'll be over there in the... that section of the free rentals you don't pay for. That's just got really bad cartoons and sex ed. I'm not going to get into that last part. Uh, it sounds like a great time for me to continue talking, though, since Maria just covered. Uh, no, Adam. Adam. Wow. I did, well, I mean, she did talk a lot. Well, not as much as Todd. Right. Well, I see where he gets it. <laughs> I am older than him, so yeah, it would be something. Are you though? Him. Yep. So, so Todd just talks like Maria just tells the same stories over and over again. This uh, one. And no, no, over no, 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 no. And <laughs> no, over and tells over. the same stories over and over again. <laughs> but only uh, only about blood orange. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to take anything away from. Maria, but I'll I'll jump in here next because you know if you're gonna follow up entertainment attractions, then you need to also obviously have a place where you can spend your hard-earned money on just shit. <laughs> and keeping with as as Tim had mentioned before, the theming of basically the entire pavilion is themed around the concept of good fortune because everything is good fortune this and good fortune that. So you've got the good fortune. I'm calling it a gift kiosk, okay? I, it's not really a kiosk, but it's not really a store. Um, it's going to be on the main uh, walk there of, of World Showcase, the main thoroughfare, right next to Joy of Tea. And it's just kind of this simple little shop uh, with mostly just, you know, Chinese novelties in it. Um, it, it. It is a small building. It does have... Uh, a door you walk through you go inside and shop so uh, i guess it's it's not quite a kiosk but it's 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 kiosk adjacent it's a satellite uh uh area of, of commerce <laughs> um <laughs> and, and really all you're gonna find there is is just <sighs> mostly i guess it's well known for the, the little marionette puppets that are out front the little fuzzy some bitches that are out there um <laughs> that kids are going to beg for, and then the dad spends three weeks untangling. 
I know because I fought one once when I was a kid that I begged <laughs> for at a craft fair, <laughs> and I like the I, fur everywhere. Oh yeah, well, no, I walked it for for like 10, 15 minutes, and then all of the fishing line was tangled up and shit. And I was like, "This is broken." And I handed it to my dad, and he's burnt it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, I lost my grandma. Um, but oh my there's, god! There's. Oh, <laughs> I have to ask, what did she get tangled up in? Her oxygen tube. <laughs> you don't want to set that on fire because it'll go up quick. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Hopefully somewhere fast. <laughs> you see, the sad part is, Mikey, we used to just let you go. Now we walk with you. I know. You hold my hand. You put You're like lock. little Gamora holding on to Thanos' big finger. <laughs> you know? Come here, little one. <laughs> and that's my Josh Brolin imitation, folks. Um, they've also got your uh, umbrellas and parasols that look like animals. Like, if you've wanted a, pa- a panda umbrella, this is the place to get it. And uh, I, I want to say that, you know, because I couldn't find any good photographs of what's inside this place. All the pictures are from the outside. But it looks like they've got, like, some stuffed animals, maybe, like, some animal-shaped pillows and some masks uh, but out front, it's it's all umbrellas and the uh, the conical um, Chinese rice hats, which is like what they're called, and many different styles, all of them shaped like a cone. Adam's got one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Definitely nope. not conical. <laughs> Comical. Not <Yes>. conical. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, your father's gonna burn it later. <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. Oh, okay. Um, now, uh, so that's what you get on the outside of the pavilion. If you go through the arch, you, you walk all the way to the backside back there. Uh, that's right now. Um, I say everything I say from this point on is with a grain of salt because there's been a lot of flux in how you get into this building and how you don't and everything because they keep changing stuff due to uh, the, the coronavirus, you know, restrictions and stuff like that, how they're doing things. But best I can tell, the way you get into the main shop is at the back of the pavilion, all the way to the back. They got like a main entrance set up there and you exit out the front with the uh, little statue gargoyle guys like off of the, the Ghostbusters um, movie there. So you go to the back and that's also where you would find the open air market or the grab and go kind of area uh, maybe it's open maybe it isn't I have seen two different uh, articles and videos that, that contradict each other one was posted in March that said it's not open yet and the other was posted in March that had photos of it being open so your mileage may vary uh, typically this open air market is where you would find your snacks and candies and stuff like that, you know, which I can imagine is probably one of the big draws for people to go back there and do shopping is because everybody wants to get the, the, the Chinese candy, the Chinese snacks, the Chinese beverages, you know, stuff like that. Right now, all of that is located inside the main shop and really the, the open air market has kind of turned into a place that uh, it's, it's almost like the good fortune kiosk thing almost like, like you still got puppets you still got stuffed animals you got toys 
Uh, you got some keychains and some trinkets, but you've also got some apparel there, some shirts and stuff like that. But most importantly, you've got the House of Good Fortune bar. <laughs> okay, Adam. <laughs> yep. Which, according to the menu I saw, is just basically a couple of beers, a plum wine, and a red wine, and shots of uh, Baijiu. Well, and, and non-alcoholic beverages, like Maria's favorite ginger beers are there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Better and, have you know, There's a cooler with all your typical Chinese, you know, sodas and stuff like that back there. But no snacks. And that's really all you have right here. You got one guy working this, and it's like, here's some novelties, but I've also got a quote-unquote bar. Which, so the sake bar that they used to have back there is gone right now? Uh... As of the article from March 20th. Uh, the sake bar is in Japan. Uh, also, there used to that's be a thing. More, there used to be a more expensive, <clears throat> extensive, like, the... Uh, I thought there was a better bar there, though. No. There was never a bar in the China, inside the back of China. Well, there is okay, now. I'm getting confused with Japan. Yep. It, it's just basically... It's, I mean, it's not a bar. It's not a bar. It's just you can buy alcoholic drinks there. It's the same cooler that you have at your resort. Oh, Okay. But they have Chinese drinks in it. I mean, the How plum... is there a bar in that I don't know of? That's where I was. I know. I, I got excited when I was thinking, ooh, a bar. And then I got deeper into it. And I was like, yeah, that's a cooler. It's a cooler. Some of, like, I assume, like, the plum wine is probably served at room temperature or something. They got a lot of bottles back there. But for the most part, it's just. It's a cooler. It's a guy with a cooler and a t shirt and some keychains. <laughs> and no food. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No food. It, it's like a really bad truck stop. <laughs> like the, you even got the like the, 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 the tornado. You even got the tornadoes out there on a roller rack, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> because those are so bad, but they're so good. <laughs> um, now, right next to that, though, to the left, you're gonna find the main entrance, like I said, to uh, the main store, which is the House of Good Fortune. And it is one of Epcot's largest stores. It's big, but take that with a grain of salt because, like, when you go, like, to the Italy Pavilion and the Germany Pavilion and stuff like that, all the stores are separated. Whereas, a lot like the Japan Pavilion, they just have, like, one big department store with everything in it. So there's not, like, a store that would, ha- that would cater to people who wanted tea. Like they've kind of got something like that over in the UK pavilion. It's just like all of this one store. So when they say it's one of the largest, eh, you know, it's just because everything's in one building, really. But what's ironic is when you walk around the outside of this, it's built to look like different stores. You know, it kind of, it kind of different windows and slight different changes in the way the way it's built and laid out. But it, it's just all one one big ass uh, big ass store there, and it has. A little bit of everything, um, and I, I mean, like like I said before, a lot of the stuff from the grab and go is in here. So you've got like snacks and stuff, but it's also where you're going to find like your your main touristy souvenirs from all price points, from like one dollar trinkets on up to very expensive uh, silk clothing and and stuff like that. You've got you know traditional Chinese clothes to just pajamas that are made of silk that may have like a floral print on them that kind of looks like it could be it's it's really weird the way a lot of this stuff works it's like some of it looks obviously very traditional chinese 
and then some of it just looks ambiguously Asian inspired. Almost looks kind of like racist Chinese is the yeah, best way I well, can. I, mean, like, I feel like a lot of it is very stereotypical. Yeah, but it, I'll, I, I mean, I'm sure every bit of it is made in China. Well, not every bit of it because I did see some guy go through there looking at wind chimes that are made in Indonesia. So, you know, you get what you get, you don't throw a fit. Um, there is, is some really cool... The sword fight? I... That was... Was it here? It might have been here, yeah. I, I thought when you when you bought one of those swords, they just packaged it up <laughs> no, and shipped it off. No, they were rubber plastic swords. <laughs> oh, okay. Because they do have freaking swords that you can buy with sheaths, but I'm pretty sure you buy that. It gets boxed up, and and you don't walk around Epcot with that son of a bitch. Yeah, no. I actually think they don't even have them. Oh, I think you actually have to order them to get shipped home. Okay, okay. Oh, gotcha. so it's gotcha. not like you purchase it and they give it to you, right? No, it's like you, you take that empty VHS box up to the cashier, and she go and she gets the real one and huh. puts it in there for you. So it's this blockbuster. Now featuring Raya the Last Dragon, right? <laughs> but not. Spoilers, The Last Dragon. Um, you're going to find some leather goods here, some handbags, and also some jewelry that looks cool, but I'm pretty sure no one in China wears it. Um, it it's just store is just so weird. Uh, now, there are some, like, there's some footwear. There's, like, some really cool, gorgeous-looking um, traditional Chinese footwear. From like I don't I don't know what they're called, so I'm gonna say slippers because they just slip on your feet. I mean, not mine and Tim's and Adams. I mean, maybe not Maria's, maybe Todd's. They're petite. They definitely wouldn't fit Todd then. No, they would not fit on. Oh. Maybe if he, after he lost his big toe now, <laughs> right? Is it? Is... It's grown back. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, we, we were worried. I'm, I'm glad. Where were you? Uh, uh, but they've also got like you know traditional sandals, and it's just none of this what I recommend to wear around Disney World. But it looks nice. Um, they've got like a gaming area where they've got like some of the some fantastic looking chess boards with like carved pieces, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, Rubik's cubes are a big deal, I guess, because they have them in all different shapes and sizes and stuff like that. And uh, 3D puzzles and puzzle sculptures. And it, you know what? It's just full of stuff. It is just full of stuff. All of it. It's like wish.com, back the trailer up, and unload it. Because it's that, I mean, honestly, it is that, that all random. over the place. It's it not, really is that random. <clears throat> especially when you get to housewares, and, you, and there are hundreds of little figurines and sculptures and stuff like that that just look uber stereotypical like I said you know vaguely Asian-esque like a bunch of dragons but like not Chinese dragons like white trash flea market tie-dye wolf t-shirt dragons okay you know exactly the kind of dragons I'm talking about three fucking heads and shit like that okay it's just not it just whatever man um, <laughs> I'm going through these pictures and I'm like okay cool cool and I'm like okay come on man I can get that at the indoor flea market because that's where you go to get the good shit indoor flea market not um, the outdoor 
now, if if you like tea, now when you get to the tea area in the house first apartment, they get some really bomb ass teapots and stuff like that, and a really good selection of different kinds of teas. I feel like this is the the, the, the best part. Like if I'm looking for a a store in the China Pavilion at Epcot that I feel would be something that I would find in China, I figure like you know you know teas and cool teapots. That's what I would do. Yeah, and they have this. Thank God. Um, and they have a lot of cool like wall art uh, and light art. You know, like light up wall hangings, and then you know it, it's. But again, traditional Chinese. No, does it look cool and have like a cherry blossom or something on it? Yeah, now it's Chinese. <laughs> I just, it's, it's hit or miss. It's a lot of, eh, I don't know. A lot but, of miss. I mean, you, you, yeah. Well, until you get to the to the the, the, the grab and go stuff that's moved in here, which is like all that cool snacks and candies, the sodas and and what have you. <laughs> um, that's actually very cool and i did have a sheeter uh sheeter group i guess it was you know teddy and the taylor and the jessica sent uh my family a a box of epcot snacks most of which were from china because i think they have the most snacks available um i can say the flavored marshmallows thumbs up definitely go for those as well as the volcano pop rocks because they pop harder than our pop rocks do um, it's, that, that, that's good stuff. And then that's all you're buying in China. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, good Lord. Get a good t-shirt. Maybe some traditional artwork because they do have like some, some cool like stone sculptures and stuff like that, that I would say, yeah, that's cool. Don't, I mean, don't go for the Harry Potter dragon. You get that at Universal, and that's what you buy at the uh, the House of Good Fortune in China. God, I promised my wife I wouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she's gonna listen anyway. So what does it matter? I know. <laughs> I did. I did pretty good. I got an hour into it. You did. Which is pretty pretty solid. Okay, so. Let's have an intermission. No, I'm kidding. Maria, yeah. you go ahead and talk. Don't, we're, we're just going to leave. Okay. And have our own intermission. Okay. Uh, Maria, you have basically all that's left. Yeah. Which is another which is... half hour of talking about the only thing worth talking about, and that's the joy of tea cart. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so I did the food. Um, Get out. There's only three places to eat. I say only, you know, like that's pitiful. It's a decent, but it, it's a decent amount but for a lot of the pavilions. But when you compare it to the Italy Pavilion, which just opened up a new gelato stand, or like, you know, most most of the maybe not, maybe not. I was going to say most of the countries have several places that you can go and eat. I think that they really don't. It's it's about three, four, or five in most of the places. In that most of the is pavilions. several. Yes. Um, well. But I just feel like 
And I feel like we've totally shit on this pavilion because of how stereotypical it is. And I, I'm not going to stop with the, with the food <laughs> because the food is, I, it, I just, okay. So Nine Dragons is their sit down restaurant, which when you go into the pavilion, it's one of the first, I think it's the first building on your left as you, after you pass underneath the archway. Um, so currently Nine Dragons is closed. It's, it's one of the restaurants at Epcot that has not opened. Um, and as I was doing some, because I've never eaten at the quick service or the sit down in the China Pavilion. So I had to kind of look at what their menu was and everything and how they were priced. And um, they have a 6.96 out of 10 rating. It, it's... It, it that's from everything bad. I've heard, it's it's not good. That, that's bad. Like everybody I know who's who eats there rates it up there with Tony's. Yeah, I I really, <clears throat> and and that's really too bad because I feel like Chinese cuisine can be so much more than what we make it here in the United States, and it's it's really just too bad. So it but. They tout themselves as a contemporary contemporary Chinese cuisine restaurant, which I don't know how accurate that really is um, because it's a very typical Chinese restaurant menu. But the indoors are um, very bright, earthy kind of colors, like a like a they have like a muted green, like a moss green, um, yellows, tans, dark woods, and then you have like a pop of blue or a pop of red um, to kind of like pull out certain carvings in the woodwork. And and it's a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. I found it kind of odd that the tables are arranged in parties of six, which I'm sure that when they open here whenever everything else opens up again in Epcot. I'm sure that that won't be the case. I can't imagine that they would keep with the tables of six, um, knowing that part. And and again, I've never eaten there, so I don't know if they would seat you if you were a party of two, if they would seat you with another party of four at the same table. I don't don't know. Um, Or if maybe that was just the picture I just happened to be looking at, and it was all longer tables. Um, prices are actually on the cheaper side for Disney entrees. You have appetizers on their dinner menu are around $7, and then entree prices are around $20. I mean, you can get something that's a little bit cheaper than $20 or something a little bit more than $20, but for the most part, their entrees are pretty moderately priced from, from what I was looking at. Um, but like I said, it's it, it's pretty typical Chinese food. Uh, orange chicken, fried rice, um, you know, Mongolian beef. Like, it's it's stuff that egg rolls, dumplings, it, it's stuff that we would order from any Chinese takeout. Now, their menu is not as expansive as a typical Chinese takeout place. So I think that they are trying to keep their menu smaller so that they can do things well, hopefully. Um, 
if they're getting a six and a half rating, yeah, they're not doing, yeah, they're not doing as well. well. Um, six point nine six. I still say the best six, Chinese okay? food I ever had was in Canada. It's almost a seven. Yeah. Right. What? Stop. Yep. Wait. Yep. Swear on my life. In Vancouver. Vancouver, Canada had to be the best Chinese food I've ever had in my life. Yeah, he's not talking about the pavilion, Maria. I, like I the nation. I understand that. Thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Was this this was before the Alaskan cruise? I'm yes, assuming yes. since you know Vancouver. Yes. This was me going on Yelp and saying, "Oh, this place looks good. It gets really high marks." And then we get there, we can't read the menu because it's all in Chinese. <laughs> yeah, and it's like every Chinese person in Vancouver eats there. That's how you know it's good food. Oh my god! So how did you and know what to authentic. order? We, the waitress our, helped us. Our waitress translated for us. Oh my god! And but it was it wasn't it was actual Chinese cuisine, which is what I would like to see. So not like General Tso's chicken. You couldn't go in there and order General Tso's chicken. Okay, so tell me what it was, because honestly, this is me being completely ignorant. I have no idea what actual Chinese cuisine should be. Because I get the shit that we've Americanized that, you know, you can order and and, and they tell you 45 a, minutes, but it's at my door in 20, you know? Like, <laughs> how the fuck does that happen? You know, anyway. It's not anywhere near as greasy. Yeah. It's not all fried. It's, it, there's, it's very, it's very complex to explain. It, it's not an easily, it's not very easy to explain. It's sort of like trying to explain sushi to somebody who's never had it. My favorite was the green beans with the ground pork. That was so good. What? Yeah. Yeah. Sauteed green beans with ground pork. And they had, we had some um, some kind of um, dumplings. Oh, I always get dumplings. Oh, <laughs> the dumplings <laughs> where it's at, man. The noodle, the noodle <clears throat> bowl. Hmm. Everything was like family style, too. So everything was brought out like these big bowls and these big plates. And the, the Chinese beer. Chinese beer was really good. Huh. But it, it just... Don't dumb it down for me, and I feel that's what all this pavilion does a lot. Well, I feel like that... It, I feel like a lot of Epcot is watered down. Oh, oh, no, but this is but dumbed this is... down. There's a difference between watered down and dumbed okay. down. Okay. And watered down is very like, all right, you know... The Italian, or when you say something part. is spicy, but it's not—it's not really spicy. Right, that's that's watered down. This is just, this is what an American would expect going to a Chinese restaurant. This is dumbed down Chinese food. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I noticed about their menu is that their cocktails and 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 I think that this is kind of a a um strand that is carried throughout the entire pavilion when we'll talk about joy of tea but the cocktail menu for nine dragons is incredibly sweet sounding and very fruit forward so it's all it's you know coconut or melon there's a lot of melon and all kinds of stuff don't go here adam you'll die okay mm-hmm. don't get drinks from Pomodori. don't get drinks from any of them no, um no, no. A lot of melon, a lot of strawberry, a lot of coconut. The desserts at Nine Dragons sound fucking awful. <laughs> red bean ice cream? What? No. Oh, red bean ice cream is actually really good. What? It Stop. is. I've had it before. I can't even imagine that. 
It, it's I, it's a it, you're thinking of a bean. It's not the not yeah, like yeah. I'm a, thinking of a bean because it's red bean. Yeah, but it, it's not. You're think it's not the same kind of red bean that you're used to. It's not like a. It's a different kind of bean. It's not like red beans. It's not like the beans you're gonna throw in your chili. Kidney. Yeah, no, it's not what they mean. Lima. Lima. That's not red. No, those are also not red. <laughs> I don't know. True. But I, I, I don't see myself making uh, an ADR here anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, they're closed anyway, but even if they weren't closed, no, no thanks. Um, so right next to Nine Dragons is the Lotus Blossom Cafe. Um, right now, it is only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, which I think that the fact that most, most of the food options in this pavilion are not available right now, I think tells you the amount of effort Disney has put into this, which is not, it's, it's not much. Um, See, I, I wish I could say that, but there's a lot of food restaurants are not open right now either. I agree. I mean, they're high-end, their high-end restaurants aren't open well, either. that's just because they're not busy. But I don't think that this is, this isn't open because it's just not reservation good. for Monster Falls. Well. No, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, what I'm saying is, like, Monster Falls isn't open. Um, the newest Jap- Japanese restaurant, never, Takumite never opened. Yeah. And that was brand new, and they put a lot of work into I that. Know. Do you think so, it's I mean, a staffing issue? Because I, I know they want to bring in... You know, obviously, uh, workers from the country the pavilion recognizes. And, you know, 10 months ago or whatever, they sent them all packing. You see, but here's the thing. When you're looking at, at least for me, when I'm looking at a restaurant like Nine Dragons, which is serving Americanized Chinese food, what does it matter? It's not serving something that I can't get at my local Chinese restaurant. Right. I, I would really hope that that someone would take the time during this closure to reevaluate that menu and say, mm, you know what, we could we could do a lot better. <laughs> not even just Give me a not even just we could do spot. better. We could do a lot better than what they have going right now. But give me a dumpling store. Right? I would sign me up. I will eat there. Every day. You give me a good soup dumpling, I am all in. What is... Okay, so... The, this is totally showing my ignorance here. Um, d- is is dim sum a Japanese thing, or is that a Chinese thing? Does anybody know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Because a, if, it, if it is... If it would fit in the Chinese... In the China Pavilion, a dim sum restaurant would be killer. I mean, I would think that, uh, which one is the Disney? No, it's Chinese. Dim sum is, is Chinese. Okay, because I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure Hong Kong is the, maybe not, but one of the Disney parks over in Asia, like, they're known for their little, like, bao buns and dim sum mm-hmm. and, like, I'd be fine with that. a restaurant. Do like a dim sum that. restaurant. You could do so much better than what you have going on right now. I, yeah. Anyway. That's, I'll get off my soapbox. And, and especially with dim sum, it's it's not 
the flavors aren't extremely exotic. You can get extremely exotic right. with it, but they and don't. And you could have give to that be. option, or you could give mm-hmm. something that is a little bit more Americanized to our palates and watered down. And the, and I still think that if you gave those options, that that would be okay. But you know, whatever. So uh, Lotus Blossom Cafe has an even worse rating at a 6.06. Ooh. Yeah. Um, It's similar items to Nine Dragons, obviously. Right now, they only have three entrees. They're all $13.99. And and they're all stuff that I would order. However, this is not going to be my first choice when I'm in Epcot, obviously. This is everywhere else has a really, really long line. I'm there on a Saturday, and I want something now, and I don't want to wait. And there's no festival going on. I might I might consider Lotus Blossom Cafe. But if that's not the case, then I'm not going there. Um, See, I'm, t- I'm hiking my ass over to Future World. Right. I'm going to go to Land... Um, not Landscape Flavors. That's not in Future World. That is... <laughs> no, that's in a resort. Yep. Thank you. That's at Art of Animation. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, you're no, I'm, I'm going to go to, to Sunshine Seasons. 100%. You're going to say hey to Teddy. Get, and it's, well, that's besides the point. But, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, of course we're going to say hi to Teddy. But it's just also the um, the fact that I have a whole selection of different foods there that I don't always get at home. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Now, you can get um, some Chinese beer and some plum wine at Lotus Blossom Cafe. There are no cocktails, though, which I actually found kind of surprising. Because usually at some of the quick services within World Showcase, you can order cocktails no matter where you're at. But this one, no. Um, they do, right now is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Say that five times fast. Um, so right now they have two specials. Uh, they have char suey with rice and they have a red bean ice cream float. Blech. No thanks. You keep saying that because you're just afraid of the red bean part. I, yes. But it's you're, that's you're right. That's yes. <laughs> that is actually that's accurate. If a red bean tastes like a fruit, does it? It's hard to. It's uh, it's not really fruity, but no, it is sweet. but it's you know it's yeah it, it's not fruity, but it's sweet. So you don't yeah. Eh. Ah. All right, I would try it maybe. No, you wouldn't. Probably not. Um, the last place... But you drink the shit out of some seltzers. I would drink the shit out of a Japanese... Nope, nope. A bad nope, seltzer. Chinese seltzer. I would Bullshit. drink the shit well, out of a Chinese seltzer. Even if you didn't like it. As long as it wasn't berry, I'd be good. I'd choke that shit down. But if it was beanie? Oh. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, what's next? Because I know what's next, and yeah. I'm waiting for what's next. So, really, the only reason... The, the, only, the only place I visit <laughs> in this China Pavilion, this poor China Pavilion, I feel we've totally... It's not even in it. It's not even in it. It's, no, it's literally not. adjacent to. I wouldn't even to. consider it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like going to Mexico for the margarita cart. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, you know. Which has turned into a yeah, thing now. Yes, it has. Absolutely. Um, the Joy of Tea, which yeah. I will say is for... for Pod night, this is a must-do every single time we're in Epcot. We have to stop Joy of Tea. He gets his tipsy ducks in love. 
I usually get something different every time, but we always get the egg rolls. The egg rolls are... I have to be quiet and let you talk about it. Good. They're so good. Um, And they're just typical egg rolls. There's nothing, you know, spectacular about them, but they're they're just good quality egg rolls. The one thing that Disney got right in this pavilion... Uh, you can get pork or veggie. Uh, right now they have salt and pepper popcorn chicken as well. You can also get, they just added this, I'd never heard of this before. They just added it to the kiosk a couple of months ago. Uh, white rabbit creamy candy, which is like a milk candy with a rice, rice paper wrapper. Wait, you won't eat red bean, but you're going to eat a white rabbit? I didn't rabbit? say that I was going to eat it. I said <laughs> that they added it, and I had never heard of it. I feel like that was something included in the gift pack I got from the Hume crew down there, because oh. it was a milky candy wrapped in like a, a, a rice paper that you... And then it was wrapped in like wax paper, right. but you open it up and then you, you eat the whole thing. Yeah. But it was just like a single, like the size of a Tootsie Roll. So I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. That's Yes, that's exactly what it okay. is. Yeah. Was it good? Winning. What did it taste like? It was really chewy, like, like taffy. worse than a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a Tootsie Taffy kind of, huh. I guess. Interesting. I mean. Well, they started selling it at Joy of Tea. <clears throat> Not sure why, okay. but... You can get it there. Go, maybe, you know, um, it's a thing. But the the one thing that you do at Joy of Tea, the one the thing that you do get at Joy of Tea, is some really iconic cocktails. Um, so you have the Tipsy Ducks in Love. You have the Cantaloupe. Right now they have the Kung Fu Punch there. There are a couple of other ones as well. Um, you can get some really good Chinese beers with the Happy Buddha beer and the Sing Tao. And there was one more, and I can't remember what it was. Um, they did get rid of your lucky combo, though. No. Yeah, about a year ago. <laughs> That's poor shit right there, because that was the best value in Epcot. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> Mikey just flipped his table. <laughs> you had the chicken curry pocket. You had yep. your choice of two egg rolls, fucking ice cream, and a soda. Yep. And it was red bean ice 10.98. Yeah, well, it's so I was on, um, so I got my information from allears.net. Well, it's wrong. And Your information's <laughs> wrong. You, when you click on, it was so funny because when you click on stuff, they they have, um, like, you can look at, like, recent menu changes. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what's, like, what, what have they changed on the Joy of Tea menu recently? And I'm like, okay, White Rabbit Creamy Candy, they added that, yeah. Okay, uh, Zing Tao beer changed from seven fifty down to six fifty. All right, so they lost a dollar on that. They added Lucky Buddha beer, and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm like, remove curry chicken pocket. Oh man, remove Lucky combo. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was July. That is terribly 9th. unfortunate. That was 2020. <laughs> that was literally that was almost because, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that gummit. As much as I talked about it, I, know. I never got it. Yes, you did. <laughs> Not once. No, I didn't. No, well, he never either. What? No. Again, I go to Epcot during food and the wine. Oh, yeah. So I, I had the tipsy ducks, but there's like Chinese food like everywhere because I had the ducks, duck something, something, not anywhere near the China Pavilion. Maybe by the Japanese Pavilion? Uh, no, I think it was more toward the top, like... 
like closer to future like world, the, I think. Yeah. I think this was after like the 5K when I was like, I can't walk anymore. My feet are not a part of my body. And then it rained a lot. A lot. And the only thing I had to eat was it was on a, like a bow bread thing. It was really good. It's hot and spicy. It was good. I don't think it was near the Chinese pavilion. It, it, the only place I know that they have the bow buns is China. Right? I know. That's what. That's why this stands out. Because I'm probably um, wrong. It was probably uh, the China booth. Yeah. Yes. So, Where's that? For food and wine. Right. Right. So right now. Which could be in walking distance to Tipsy Ducks. It's it's but literally it right next to, it, yeah. yeah. Well, so I like think, not in I it. I think actually there's there's um, Joy of Tea, and then there's like a little shopping kiosk, and then the China booth, the yeah. food booth is on the right? other side. Yeah, and because it's like never mind. Yeah. So right now it's it's called Lotus House. Is the is usually the China booth. Right now, of course, we're at food and we're not food and wine. We're at Flower and Garden. Sure. Thank you very much. Um, they have your spare parts, aren't you, bud? Yep. They have uh, something called papa cakes, which are uh, potato cakes with shrimp and water chestnuts, and they have that served with um, homemade strawberry sauce, which interesting. Um, Seems really savory and sweet. Yeah, like yeah, both ends. Yeah, they have a bon bon chicken skewer. Um, which is served with a sesame and peanut sauce. And then they sauce. always have the the China booth, no matter what festival it is, it seems, they always have some kind of wonton. Um, right now it's crab and cheese, which is, I, I feel like the typical one that they always have. Um, but they then they also have the beverages. They have the bubble tea. They have uh, macro, mark, nope, not macro. Marco. Try again. Marco. Polo. Marco Boba. <laughs> they have the Kung Fu Punch. They have a drink called Tang Dynasty. They have Jasmine Beer. And the water. If you would so like. Is it Chinese water? It is Aquafina. Yes. Nope. Oh, Sorry. Okay, fair enough. It is, it is Dasani. Sorry, I'm Dasani. Oh, okay. You know, that's opportunity missed. I know, right? Opportunity missed. I know. So, um, the, okay, so I'm looking at the papa cakes right now. There's a huge fucking strawberry on top of these potato pancakes that are filled with shrimp and water chestnuts. Interesting. I got to pass that. I'm sorry. I got to pass. It's a big old strawberry right on top. I don't care. That's, I mean, I don't care if there's a straw melon. Yeah. I'm not. Nope. So. I don't do shrimp pancakes. I don't care who you are. Um, I do not like bubble tea. I don't like boba balls. Mm-hmm. I think they're fucking Neither weird. Um, so I'm going to pass on all of that. Not a fan of the bubble me tuna, are you? Nope. That was a joke mm. just for him. He didn't even smile. So moving on. Yep. So that's it. That's the food. That's my bedtime. I understand. Yep. It's, it's, it's nearly tomorrow for you guys. I don't even know what to say at the end. Of it. Hey, China! Thanks, Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go back to single-digit episodes, I think. Um, yeah, 
There's really not much to say about this. No, this. I feel like we kind of shit all over it. We didn't really shit on it. It's just... It, it feels like somebody said, all right, this is what Americans think of China. Let's give it to them. And China was okay with it. Yes. I think that's the thing is China was like, you know, it's fine. It's cool. You know, whatever. Just, uh, that's fine. Just, just build us a theme park. Yeah, it was definitely phone dead. And a lot, I mean, I feel like the more of, of these we do, the more I, that, that that's how I feel about some of these, uh, pavilion sometimes I, I just feel like you know you've got some great ones and the ones that aren't great are like really 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 not great yeah I agree which is unfortunate so obviously Maria wants to see um, grown ups doing acrobats and a, a dim sum joint yeah mm. Tim is there anything that you would like to, to, to see added since you know half this place is closed down right now i guess you know what 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 could save it for you and make you want to turn off of uh the, the well-beaten path and and make that left or i mean i guess right depending on where you're coming from to step in there i also don't know i mean you get the room to put anything else in there you got the movie i mean what else are you gonna put in there maybe i for entertainment but you got to find space inside for the entertainment yeah draw you in right now they just have them outside by the archway I just don't think there's anything else that they can do in there the way it's laid out right now. You can get rid of some of the shit in that huge fucking store. Mm. Hey. And make some room. So there's well, I mean, there's a lot of good, no, not a lot of good we, shit. We kind of had fun at one point. I want to say they had all the different topiaries of the Chinese New Year set up. Yep. And that, and that was kind of fun to like look at them, but it, it, they weren't big enough to stand out. So you really had to search for the ones that you were looking for that you yeah, wanted only to about see. Like a foot high. Yeah. Mm. I think we've we've reached this weird threshold with Epcot where we really enjoy the things that you have to search for because it's one of those hidden gem things. But we're also in the same position of, well, I mean, I don't want to have to go in there and hunt around to find a reason to be in that pavilion. No, or, or, or at least that, that's how I feel about some of these. With this one, there's not much, there's no, it's very surface. There's nothing to scratch. There's nothing to go deep Yeah, there's, in there, there's, there's no depth. It's very shallow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it looks on the outside like what you would expect it to look like, and you don't mm -hmm. get much deeper than that. That's exactly yeah. it. And I think that's the real problem here. There's nothing to explore. And for, for, you know, I don't want to compare it to the Japanese pavilion, but that's the closest thing we got to compare it to, really. At least, you know, the Japanese pavilion has a bit more depth to it. Um, that walking trail that winds around and you got little bridges mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I, God, I, I, could, I could spend an hour just walking around. This is just, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a hallway. It's a courtyard. It's all it is. A lot of pavilions that way, but there, there's nothing. Hey, wow. And, I, and for, for me, I'm struggling with it because I don't know if it's just that the architectural styling of this just seems so over-the-top, stereotypical Chinese, or, or you know, or, or what, what? I mean, I know, like even in the, again back to Japan Pavilion, you do have that um, 
what it, I don't want to call it cedar, but you've got that that woodwork out in front right there at you know showcase lagoons. But when you walk into it, you, the the architecture kind of moves from what you expect to what is modern and contemporary as you get to the back mm-hmm. with the with the, the shopping. I don't want to call it a shopping mall, but you know what I mean. The, the, it's just it, it, the flow is better. It, I, yeah, it doesn't change. The China Pavilion just from from the from the front to the back, it looks pretty much you know yeah, the same. Like if you if you went to any any uh, any white guy and said, "Hey, draw me some Chinese stuff." Buildings. Yep. <laughs> this is what this is. I mean, there this is go. what you would get. You know, like if you went to Imagineer in the '60s. This, this is what 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 you would yeah. get out of it. And I, I, it's unfortunate. Well, yeah, I expect that. I also want, you know, but I expect better at the yeah, same time. Yeah, take me on an so. adventure. Show me wh- where China was and where it is now. At the same time, though, you go to the Arendelle Pavilion, and everything looks exactly like what you would expect, or you know what what you think it should be back then. So I don't, like, I don't even know anymore what I expect from Epcot. I'm so all over the place. I'm basically the, uh, the, the, the the lucky house shopping center pavilion thing they have there. I don't know. Because I'm as all over the place with this as, as that is. I, maybe I just need to spend some time in all these different pavilions. As I've said, in every fucking episode yep. that we do, I say, I should spend more time. And I won't. Nope, I won't. <laughs> Because I'll see people I know, I'll see something I want to eat and or drink, and I'll and think, I do want to go look at that whispering house thing, house of whispers, what was it, Tim? <laughs> I've been rambling a little bit, Mikey. Well, they got the, they got the statues, the little bitty, anyway. China, thanks. <laughs> that's that's what we appreciate about you. Is the the tipsy ducks that if we took my fucking combo away, I appreciate the tipsy ducks in love. So, uh, Maria, do you have any closing remarks for for tonight's episode? What do you got? Uh, not much. Come join us on the Facebook group. It's a fun time. Join, answer the questions. We'll let you in. You know what I appreciate? Don't be a junkie face when you answer the question. Or, 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 or do. I mean, just, Maria, I want to give you some kudos because you've been all over letting people in. And and uh, not not in a timely manner, but you've been doing it. I do it like once a week. Once or twice right? a week. Yeah, you know, it's like washing hair, really. Yeah. So good on you. Right. Um, yep. Tim. I thought I was already asleep. <laughs> you, you have been for most of it. I've been keeping tabs on you. Actually, I was going to send Adam up there to get a mirror and make sure you're still breathing. Hold it under your nose. Jim's tired. Yeah, it's way past. That's a good closing remark. Adam! <laughs> is, 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 was that, was that your closers? <laughs> yeah. For China? Okay. He's, he's having water, folks. <laughs> Uh, Adam. All right, so we have five at fifty right around the corner. We have Smiler Summer currently going on. Um, keep an eye on the page. Keep an eye on your spreadsheets. Trying to match up with dates. Um, right now, as it stands, we still have all the COVID stuff in place, including the 
reservation system for the park days. So hopefully they'll open up some more spots for that while things get slowly back to a more normal. And just keep an eye out. I mean, they hopefully we'll all be able to get what we want when we want it. But as of right now, there are no big group gatherings that we can set up. So just keep an eye. We'll probably do some sort of meetup. Probably, I think we decided, was it Thursday? Wednesday? I don't remember. Thursday. It, in the afternoon yeah. at um, Springs. Springs. As of so, right now. Good. Again, at, that's as of TBD. right now. There's nothing set in stone. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Adam's right when he says keep an eye open because things are changing by the week as far as what's uh, allowed, what's disallowed. So if something happens and when we're able to get something cool to go on, uh, keep keep checking events and stuff oh, like I, that. I wouldn't expect anything cool at this point. Okay, well, it's going to be because, boring and gay. Uh, just the logistics of it won't happen. I mean, we're less than five months out, four months out at this point. There's There's just to get all those moving parts moving right now is a little too difficult and a huge undertaking so um, but it will be there so we'll figure some stuff out where everybody will get to see everybody even I'll be there and that's a thing that's me. right where Mike and Maria will actually meet for the first time probably Allegedly. not I'm going to actually go out of my way to stay out of hers I will hunt you down Go for it, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally put her on Ask the situation. Ask her for pointers, because if anyone can help you find another sheeter, it's going to be either Pam, David, or Jessica. That's right. Because they can, they can find anybody. They can they're sniff basically, it out. At, at this point, they're like Texas Rangers. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. Uh, thank you for listening. And even if it was morning, I say tonight all the time because this night we're gone. Thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great wake week. Not a wake. I mean, unless someone dies, then I'll give a great wake. But for the most part, just have a great oh week. God. And uh, remember, this isn't goodbye. It's it's see you real soon. Good good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And thank you.